0: in pageants because my family fell in the economical bracket where I didn't qualify for financial aid, but my mom couldn't write me a check either, and so she was pretty much like, let's use your talents and your ability to work in the community and try to gain something from it, and it's paid for my entire college education, so it's truly been a blessing. I'm Caressa Cameron, Miss Virginia. When I lost three times in a row, second runner up, second runner up, and then first runner up, um, each time it was equally disappointing um, because you try to... Think to yourself what could I have possibly done better and sometimes you reflect and there's nothing that you could have done so my mom always talks to me about timing and how things always happen when they're supposed to and it's a very hard thing to grasp in the moment when you're in the middle of tears and you work so hard and your family's there and everybody wanted you to win so badly but eventually you go home and things happen and you're like oh that's why I didn't win and thank god last year I actually came to Vegas and watched Miss America and saw that production number and at that, that moment I was like I can't dance that's why I didn't win Miss Virginia. Miss America, could absolutely change my life if I win, but I still will be Miss Virginia for the next year, so I want to do a good job with the job that I've been given so far, and if I'm blessed with the opportunity of being Miss America, that would be fantastic, but there is a pressure, and I try to sometimes let them know that I want to do the best job that I can do as Miss State, and please don't put the pressure on me just to be Miss America. Please make sure that I do the best that I can do as Miss Virginia. I try my best just to know that whatever God wants to happen will happen. I know that now. I've lost my state pageant three times in a row, so I can't put that type of pressure or expectancies on myself i can just do the best that i can do pray that i have no regrets going into it and however the cookie crumbles is what'll happen
1: how cryptic is that now if only she could look back at that moment and tell that person caressa you did win miss america Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another fabulous and super late, I'm so sorry, episode of Pageants and Prosecco. Thank you so much for tuning in. I sincerely appreciate it. I know I've been a little bit behind, but... Like I said, it's been all-star weekend here in Chicago, and it's been a great weekend over here on my end, and I have been enjoying it. So, here we are today. But I have a fabulous, fabulous person that I am talking about today. Miss America 2010, Carissa Cameron Jackson. Now she's married. And as you guys just heard, she was Miss Virginia when she was competing for Miss America. And she competed three times to, for her state title, Miss Virginia, before she even won um, Miss Virginia and went to Miss America. Like, holy cow, talk about dedication. Of course, as you guys know, we are highlighting, I am highlighting a different black woman who made a difference in the pageant world in, well, period, no time frame, but someone who's made black pageant story, and today we are highlighting Caressa because she is the 8th African American women to win Miss America and the first African American Miss Virginia to be crowned Miss America. And I am also sipping on a nice little Shiraz. Nothing crazy. I've been drinking a lot of cheaper wine lately. And this is um these winking owl. This is Shiraz. It's from California. Typically Shiraz are from um Argentina. But this one is a California one, and it's dry, it's red, it's good. Trust me when I say that. So, getting to know a little bit about Carissa. She was born in August of 1987, and like I said, she was um, Miss Virginia. I do not even know how to pronounce the area that she is from, um, or what the high school that she went to. No, well, she's from Fredericksburg. I can pronounce that. But her high school is Massaponics High School. <laughs> and then she went to college at Virginia Commonwealth University. She also attended the same modeling and acting school I attended, which was Barbizon. She went to the one in Virginia. I went to the one out here in Chicago. But she went to modeling school, which I think was pretty interesting. She did it in too. So she first started competing in pageants in the USA system. Um, as a teen, she started in 2005, she placed second runner up at the Miss Virginia Teen USA 05 pageant. And she actually lost to, um, Tory Hall that year. And then after that, she went on, I want to make sure my dates are right. She went on to the Miss Virginia USA competition in 2006, where she got second runner up again, this time to Amber in the 06 pageant. And from, and then she went to the Miss America system that same year in 2006. This is when she um, had her um, her different attempts at the crown, I should say. She played second runner-up in the tw- 2006 and the 2007 Miss Virginia pageants. So she made top five both years. Um, she lost tries, and then the third year she came back and she won. But she got second runner-up both years in oh six and oh seven at the in 8 competition she was named first runner up and because of this placement she was able to compete at National Sweetheart where she was later named fourth runner up and then it was in 09 oh no no i got this wrong yes sorry on her fourth attempt that she won the crown she lost three times and then on her fourth attempt she got the crown and that was in june 2009 she was crowned miss virginia um june 28th and that's kind of how we start But a little bit of backstory about her. As you heard her say, she had a uncle pass away from AIDS. And that is kind of her platform. He passed away when she was eight. And she witnessed that. And so when she was 14, she decided to enter... Um, into competitions, pageant competitions, to give her a soapbox. She also, uncle when she was eight. She entered pageants at 14. And before she did the Teen USA one, she did smaller ones, um, was like Junior Miss Petersburg pageant, which I think is a festival pageant. So she wanted to dedicate her time to educating the public about AIDS and HIV awareness. And her goal at the time was to travel to schools and churches to spread that message to teenagers and this is what she said she said quote i thought i'm just going to do this thing and if they like me they like me if not oh well and they liked me as when she talked about competing for the pageant um let me see so she won that pageant and quite a few more in june the massaponics high school graduate earned the title of miss virginia she used each victory to promote the cause of HIV and AIDS prevention, speaking candidly about risky behavior, urging teens to ask questions and get educated, and working hard to remove the stigmas associated with the disease. So she competed for Miss America in Las Vegas, and this was, well, this, well, this at the time was when Miss America was on TLC. And both times at states and at nationals, for her talent portion, she sung Listen. From Beyonce and from the film Dreamgirls. Girls. Mm-hmm. Let me see what else I can mention. So then, when she wins Miss America, she won $50,000 in scholarship. And then she just heard it say she that ultimately paid for a school at Virginia. She studied broadcast journalism. And at the time she competed, she was 22. So she was either a senior or a junior or going into her senior year. And this was actually the first time the competition, the Miss America competition, had a representative from Puerto Rico, which I think was pretty interesting. Her plan at the time of competing was to become a TV news anchor, which is interesting. I think it's pretty interesting. I think she would have done a good job with that. She competed against 53 other women. And the 1st one run-up at the time was Miss California, Christy Cavendier, who won $25,000. And one of her platforms besides um, HIV and AIDS awareness was also encouraging kids to um, make healthy choices and to fight childhood obesity. So during her interview portion of the competition, she was asked about her thoughts on fighting obesity. And she said parents should curb television and video games. And so she said, quote, we need to get our kids back outside, playing with sticks in the street like I did when I was little. Expand your mind, go outside, and get to see what this world is like, end quote. That's a good, I mean, it's legitimate. That's interesting, like, in 2010 to where we are now, like, still not outside. Um, child obesity is still a problem. Still a problem. She won a preliminary competition. She won talent. Um, and prelims both at state and at nationals. And when she won at state, she won $2,000. And when she won at nationals, she also won. She won $2,000 as well. Yes, at talent and nationals for her nationals. At nationals, she won the talent preliminary competition as well. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, you guys. (laughs) You're tongue tied. Something interesting was the panel of judges too. So Mario Lopez was the host, and at the time he was on Extra. And then we also had Clinton Kelly from TLC's What Not to Wear. Like I said, this was when Miss America was on TLC. So the judges that year was Rush Limbaugh, who we just saw win the Medal of Freedom during that ratchet show of a State of of the Union address that we witnessed, sadly. And we also had actress Vivica A. Fox there. Miss America 2002, Katie Harmon was a judge. Musician Dave Cause, there was a comedian there, um, Paul Rodriguez, who was supposed to be there, but he was pulled because he had an emergency. We had American Idol finalist, Brooke White, and we had a gymnast who I followed at the Olympics, Sean Johnson, as a judge. Caressa was crowned by Katie Sam, who was Miss America 2009. Also, Miss Oklahoma won the Quality of Life Award, which is two $6,000. And uh, let me see any other fun facts. I can tell you about the competition. What about Caressa? Um, hold on. Let me take a sip of this drink because this actually is really good. Mm. Mmm. This is nice. Oh, something important I should mention. Let me make sure I have all my other facts I want to mention to you guys together. Which I'm pretty sure I have everything. Um, she She's also one of the easiest persons for me to research because she's so active in her year as Miss America. Granted, it's also fairly recent, so there's more information out. But it was easy to research her because she was very active at Miss America and always um doing something and making appearances. And I uh, there's a lot of newspaper interviews with her, a lot of um media interviews with her. She made great use of her title. Great use of her title. The pageant was in Vegas that year. I think I mentioned that. It's blah blah blah. Um okay. So during her year as Miss America she won in January. This is remember, Miss America was in January at one point in Vegas and on TLC. Remember that era? Um, <laughs> she traveled over 250,000 miles during her year. And her platform was, quote, called Real Talk AIDS in America. She spoke to over 80,000 students across the country about healthy choices. She was the recipient of the President's Volunteer Service Award and the Congressional Honor. And she performed during the 2009 Presidential Inauguration Festivities, the 2010 White House Christmas Tree Lighting, and more. Okay, something I wanted to tell you guys about Caressa. Caressa was also a part of the... Um, how many people? She was part of the... Three, six, five, 12... About 30 other Miss Americas who wrote a letter to the Miss America organization about the leadership. This was in 2018 when the Miss America organization was going through changes, eliminated the swimsuit portion, and did not get any type of input from any of the stakeholders. Like The volunteers, the organizers, um, the directors, formers, the current title holder, care at the time. So, as you guys remember, if you recall, in August 2018, or 2018, yes, um, Miss America 2018 care Munn month released a letter detailing her mistreatment throughout her year of service. So Caressa Cameron was one of the fellow Miss Americas, also with Miss America '91, with Jory Vincent, who I highlighted a few episodes before, and Erica Dunlap, who I haven't highlighted just yet, but I'll get to her. Don't you guys worry. So along with those two and a handful of others, like Betty Cantrell, Maxwell, Laura Capilera, um, Teresa Scanlon, Kate Schindle, Angela, Creek Gray, Katie Harmon, who was a judge at the time for um, Caressa, Miss America, 97, Kelly Cash, Uh, Debbie Bryant Burge, 1966, Miss America, 1956, Sharon K. Richie Mullen, 93, Lindsay Cornett, all those women, Um, they released a letter to the Miss America organization calling them out for what they had going on and they came forward with the petition demanding for the resignation of the Miss America organization leadership because of the letter and lack of transparency. So she was part of the people who said that and the letter, um, I'm not gonna read it all to you guys, but it pretty much just said, um, Miss America is engaged in a great struggle about its identity and its future direction we did not choose the struggle. It began because our past leaders demeaned women, breached their trust, harmed our brand, and needed to be removed. It was their actions alone that required a change in leadership. We made that change with the hope of creating unity, stability, and stability for our beloved organization. In good faith, you guys, in good faith. Let me take a sip on that. In good faith, we joined together together with a unified voice and decided that it would be best if our new leaders came from among our own ranks so that our voices and opinions would be heard and acknowledged at the national level. But in choosing our new leaders, we now recognize that we choose individuals, chose individuals that have sought to use MAO for their own self-centered purposes, not to regain trust and unite us. Instead, these new leaders have decided to use this opportunity to force changes that we have not sought and that we did not demand. Worse still, take another sip. Worse still, they have used their position and our goodwill to demean those in our ranks, to publicly question our ethics and motives and they have made significant changes to our organization under false pretenses. It is hard to believe that this is the approach and tactics that our new leaders have adopted. But this is the place in which we now find ourselves, and we must again demand and require immediate change. Upon further consideration of the facts, <laughs> I don't know who wrote this, but they should have wrote the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Upon further consideration of the facts, we now agree with a petition signed by the very brave 22 states' executives. We understand that to begin again, we must call for the resignations of our chairwoman, who was um, uh, Regina, and our CEO, oh no, Gretchen Regina, Gretchen Regina, whichever title, um, those two and the entire board of trustees, the entire board, you guys. Ultimately, we want to support the will of the states. And from what we gather, the 22 states are not the quote-unquote noisy minority, end quote, but in actuality, they include a quiet majority who are just not ready to speak out, but why prolong the inevitable? As with the previous board, we asked the former members, We asked formers to step down, not because of personal reasons, but simply because they were part of the old regime that did not work. We are grateful to to those former Miss Americas for graciously stepping down, even though their hearts were in the right place. They put aside any personal agendas and submitted to the will of the majority in order to show respect and love for our organization. We honor those sisters for making the right decision, and we ask out leadership to do the same. I guess that means our leadership to do the same now. Let me see. I'll keep going a little bit more. The national leadership should seek the consent of the governed. We elected them, and they need to answer to those they profess to serve. We had hoped that this reconstituted board would work with truth and integrity regrettably they have used their positions to mislead us to systematically change many things that we hold dear and they have removed and threatened to remove anyone who disagrees with their views have you stopped to consider what happens if the 22 states who signed the who signed the petition in july lose their licenses as you know the telecast for this year is not in jeopardy, but the fate of the entire Miss America system is in great jeopardy if we do not act now. We are losing local competitions every day. They are just walking away. We are losing sponsors at the state and local levels. We are losing contestants we can't afford the time or money needed to have an attorney review a 25-page contract. These and other onerous changes are pulling our organization apart on every level and in every state. By signing your name to the Vote of No Confidence petition today, you provide us with the ability to start the rebuilding process now. We can begin to put in place some safety nets in the event of that the TV Network, Casino Reinvestment Development Association, CDRA, and the production company decide not to continue supporting MEO and its mission. There is a group of experienced people ready to step in and play a transitional role with the production company and network. A number of leaders within the states are prepared to drive solutions that flatten out the organizational structure. Right now, MAO is a top-down structure that keeps at a distance the state organizations that do 90% of the work. Decisions made by people who do not have their personal finances, reputations, Business networks, communities, etc., involved in the heavy lift that's involved in running a volunteer or running a volunteer state or a local organization cannot possibly know what is needed to keep the national organization nimble, responsive, ahead of the trends, and of course, financially sound. And then they ended off by saying. You and your volunteers are at the the heart and the soul of this organization. You are our last hope. We need you to respond today, please, because we're running out of time. Mm. Didn't even get them cats like 48 hours. But this was just the letter that um, several other Miss Americas, including Carissa, came forward with um, when they were trying to change leadership positions within the mao organization which we which we see gosh i'm getting tongue twisted uh two years later now it came true regina and gretchen both have stepped down if you guys haven't heard um i wrote an article about it when regina stepped down she last one stepped down as the president so now they're looking for a new one and i am trying to put my name in the hat so if you know about it let me know anyway this is all about caressa i hope you guys learned a lot in this episode i try to fill a bit more information than my previous ones if i have the information i'll give it to you guys if not then i can't really do do a lot but i try and i did my research and i think i did pretty good but anyway thank you guys so much for listening i appreciate it and as always i'll catch you on next episode until next time peace
0: Austin. I walk because there are 6,000 people infected in Central Texas. I walk because one in five have yet to be tested. I walk because AIDS is the leading cause of death for African American women 25 to 34. I walk because one-fourth of the new infection rates are for women ages 13 plus. I walk because I lost my uncle to AIDS. I walk in hopes to reduce the stigma, raise awareness and funds for prevention and services. Will you join me October 17th?